Tim Cook told his employees in a memo a few weeks ago outlining his company's April 11 hybrid back-to-work plan. I hope everybody is feeling as energized as I am and that you're looking forward to seeing your colleagues in person again in the three weeks ahead. Comcast's NBC Universal CEO Jeff Schell wrote in a February 22 memo to his staff, this is an exciting time. Our offices are ready for your return across NBC Universal locations. Even President Joe Biden wrote a letter to federal employees this month telling them to show Americans that the time is right to go back to work as COVID cases decline following a dramatic surge fueled by the Omicron variant. He brought in his message to all Americans in his March 1 State of the Union address. It's time for Americans to get back to work and fill our great downtowns again, Biden said. People working from home can feel safe to begin to return to the office. The vast majority of federal workers will once again work in person. Yet studies show employees are not nearly as gung-ho about returning to work. The future form developed by workplace messaging platform Slack surveyed more than 10,000 workers globally in the summer of 2021 and found an executive employee disconnect with regard to returning to work. Three quarters of all executives reported they want to work from the office three to five days a week, compared with one third of employees among executives who have primarily worked completely remotely through the pandemic. 44% of them said they wanted to come back to the office every day. Just 17% of employees said the same. And that's what I wanted to 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 briefly speak on. I personally am not a big fan of in-office work from a perspective of being there for 8, 9, 10, 12 hours a day. I don't think you should go to the other extreme and work from home solely. There are meetings that need to be had face-to-face. You need to have your one-on-ones face-to-face. The mentorship programs, strategic programs, the war room. You can't you can't have an ideal war room on Zoom. As an executive, if you're nurturing people and if you're mentoring, I've I've had a lot of great, great interviews recently. You know, had Allison Francis on the show, Chief Diversity Officer of Costco, and I had Rayanne Grossman, Executive Vice President at, at Cotivity. Um, I have Joy Chevalier coming on next week 
who's the CEO of Cooksnook, one of our one of our newest business partners. Rick Whitted comes on all the time from US Hunger. So I love picking these C-suite and elite executives about, I love picking their brains about strategy. I, they, they come on and they talk about their, their business and their mission and their education and their background. And I'll ask people about their accomplishments. But one of the things that I've learned the most and one of, one of the, the blessings of doing this show is I have access to some of the brightest minds and not just healthcare, but, but business across the board. And I learn from listening to, to things that these executives have done. And sometimes they learn, they learn from listening to stuff that I've done. It is obsolete, in my opinion, to work people in office 7.30 to 5 p.m. or 5.30 p.m., meaning that you get up, you get in your, you get, you get up, you take a shower, you brush your teeth, you, you pop a Pop-Tart. You are sitting in traffic for most people at least 20, 30 minutes, some people 40 minutes, some people an hour. If you're in, in, in New York, New Jersey, Connecticut, Philly, it's very probable that you're taking the subway to work. You're coming in from Connecticut into lower Manhattan. You're taking the express train through, through the Bronx, through Harlem, and into lower Manhattan. By the time you get to work, you've already expended an hour and a half of energy getting to work, getting dressed, going through, going through the minutia. And you have, you have to do that as your day is unfolding. So if you have kids, you, you got to make sure your kids are where they're supposed to be. You might have a kid that's sick. You might not be feeling well. You might just be having a bad day. You might be, be concerned and worried about something that's going on with, within your family or in your personal life. So you got, I never believed as an executive that spending an hour, uh, hour commuting in the morning and in the evening was a was a good idea. So I had my staff working from home two days a week before the pandemic. I had a policy of people working from home. That was my policy. That was not the company policy. There were times when I had employees that said, hey, we, we have to be in the office today. I know Tuesdays usually are our, our work remote day, but we need to be in the office because we have special meetings. We have things like that. And I have, and I have people that would complain. Like I was doing them some type of injustice to make them come into the office when it was my policy to let them work from home when no other department the entire company would let you work from home. So there's a, there's, a, there's a pro and a con to that. But I think that ultimately, a lot of executives want to control people. That's part of their business model. That's part of, their, that's part of the company's model. That's part of the strategy. Some companies have a strategy. Like Amazon, for example, their strategy is we're going to hire young people. They're going to work 90 hours a week. They're going to make a bleep ton of money that they can't make. Nobody, nobody else is going to make 140 a year, 150 a year at 22, fresh out of college. But we'll give you a chance to make that type of money, but you're going to, you're going to work and they're going to burn out in three years. They're going to replace you with somebody else. When I worked at AmeriQuest Mortgage, when I was in the, the boiler room, the mortgage industry, that's exactly what they did. They worked people to death. People made money. People couldn't do it forever. You get to the point where it doesn't matter how much money you're making. Your life is miserable. I remember sitting on the toilet at work. I hated going back to work so much. It was so much stress, so much pressure. Then I would go sit on the toilet and I wouldn't even, I wouldn't even be using the bathroom. Like I put one of those, one of those, uh, one of those, I don't know, paper. They have the paper things that, that cover the toilet seat. And I'd be sitting on there in my regular clothes. And I try to milk it and sit on there for 15, 20 minutes just to get away from work. You know, that, you know how bad work has to be to seek refuge 
in a in a in a bathroom that smells like urine and excrement. I'd rather I'd rather smell urine and excrement than go back to work. But you have so many people that are in in that situation. And what I see, I see what COVID, it's it's kind of shown. You have the haves and the have-nots. Well, you have the controllers and the and the and, and those who don't want to be controlled. Studies have shown that productivity didn't dip during COVID. A lot of companies had an increase of, in productivity during COVID, especially in healthcare. Companies had record profits during COVID because MLR is much lower because people aren't going to the doctor as much. So there's really no financial reason in healthcare, at least, to get some of these people back. Now, if you're if you're working, like I said, I interviewed the the, the CDO of Costco. If you're at Costco, you got you can't stock shelves on Zoom, so that's different. And you see people in the service industry and industries that require people to be there physically, people are trying to, to hire. There's a shortage of workers because individuals are not going to work for, for low wages like they used to. And it's just a different environment. It's a seller's market. But I really honestly think that, that a lot of this is about, about control that some of these large fortune 500 companies, if, if you want to your people to come back to work five days a week, I think that's a control measure. I think that's smart. Now it says Apple, it's a hybrid. I think it's very reasonable to ask people to come in three days a week or come in for 20 hours a week or 25 hours a week. I think that's reasonable. And if your employees don't want to do that, that's the other end of the pendulum. That's impl- that's people that work for me complaining that I said, hey, I know, I know that we usually are off or working from home on Tuesdays, but, you know, the CMS auditor is here. I might need you to get your your keister to work for for three hours and not act as if as if I'm violating your civil rights to ask you to come to work for three hours. But I think it's a mix. I think I think it's important to have some face to face interactions that we all have Zoom fatigue. We're all tired of that. And you need to build relationships with people face to face. I love being at Rise. I love that I could see all of my colleagues. I'm going to be on the road traveling. I'm trying to get as mobile as possible and go to as many events as possible and do as many interviews in person as possible this spring and summer. But I would say beware, beware of companies that are that are not flexible. Beware of the inexorable boss and the inexorable C-suite. If COVID has taught us anything, it's it's that it doesn't necessarily matter. You don't have to be trapped and chained to your cubicle or your office all day. We as leaders have to understand that people have lives, people have kids, people have health needs, people have mental and physical health needs. People like to play play a little softball every once in a while, a little, little pickup basketball or go to the gym. And holistic companies that have employees that are happy, that are healthy, that want to stay, they understand that and they're flexible with their schedule. When I was a vice president, if I had if I had an employee that was on a workout regimen and they wanted to take an hour and a half, two hours off during the day to go to the gym, work out for an hour, take a shower, come back to work, I had no problem with that. And those are some of my best employees. And I just think that we're at a we're at a day and age where you have to be flexible. I think the more the 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 higher ranking the the employee is, the longer they've been with the company, you need to be more flexible. So I, I would just beware, I'd beware of if your company is trying to get you to come back five days a week, might be obsolete. Might want to be looking for a new company. 
Lance J Show. You are listening to the Lance J Radio Network. James Lewis. And the chats are cool because everyone's at a different stage of, of their life. Sometimes you have some friends that are bachelors and they're looking for something completely different than, than your friends that have four kids are looking for. And then you have friends that are going through a divorce. You have friends that are going through health problems. You, you pray together. You, you comment on what's going on in society together. If you have loved ones that, that are struggling with their health or struggling financially those those chats or forms to to really to discuss and and uplift one another. And then, you know, people, you got people, they're still talking about who they had sex with in college back in 1998. There's always that guy on the chat. It's like, yo, you remember when I tapped that? Rampage, the first lieutenant of the Universal Flipmo Squad. It's just like, yo, Slim, she's got three kids and, and married a multimillionaire. She's not thinking about you. You are listening to the Lance J Radio Network. I don't know what's wrong with him. He ain't been acting like himself lately. I mean, it kind of hurt because we've been best friends since we was in the second grade. Did you know that? And I try to talk to him. He don't even hear me. He's gone. I mean, I could look out for myself, but... I don't know what he might do to steal. The way he been acting lately. You my man and everything, but uh I do him in if I have to. You are listening to the Lance J Radio Network.